Right, I'm joined by Anton Leiting, who is director and acting in Evita. So um, why don't you start with a bit of introduction? Tell us a bit about yourself first. Cool. Well, I am uh, sort of quite... Being a part of Evita is just another musical, I guess, that I've kind of been doing for the last couple of years. And uh, Evita, Sound of Music, Singing in the Rain, Jersey Boys. So I'm kind of a, a resident director, one would say, in that I travel with the shows and I put them on in the different theatres and the different uh, theatres around the world. And Hong Kong being one that we're putting Evita on in May. Sometimes I'm the resident director, sometimes I'm an actor. And in this particular show, I am actually playing the role of Augustine Magaldi, uh, who is the tango singer, the first person that sort of helps... Ava uh, on her journey to the top and um, also as I said uh, you know resident director making sure that Hell Prince's original vision of this particular version of Evita is brought to life uh, 40 years later in theatres around Asia we've just toured to Singapore to wonderful acclaim so we look forward to being here uh, I don't think Evita has really been a, a popular thing in Hong Kong for sure uh, so it's definitely going to be exciting to, for it to come here and perhaps you can tell people a bit about what the, the musical is. Right. So um, it is a, a piece of historic theatre in the sense that it um, tells us about Evita, Eva Perón, and her relationship to Juan Perón, who was the president of um, Argentina, the president of Argentina in the 40s. And um, she sort of came to power because she was sort of seen as this uh, spiritual leader of the people and uh, was never given a political figure or a political uh, part to play in the politics of the time, um, but was regarded by the masses as this absolute sort of heroine who did so much for the poor, for children, and in particular for women, um, you know, giving them the vote in Argentina. But I think what is uh, less... What is more important about this is the role that she played um, and who she was as a person than, you know, anything wonderful that audiences now need to know about Argentinian politics. But I think what is important is for us to see that not much has changed since the 40s and that women are still um, trying in this day and age to be seen as as leaders, to be given uh, the same sort of appreciation as men, the same financial sort of, uh, you know, if you look at what's happening in Hollywood today, you know. Um, And I think the other big theme that we can take away from this is who are our leaders? What are their intentions? Um, you know, if you look at uh, open a newspaper now and you're looking at people like Trump and Putin and, you know, uh, you take them out of the limelight, out of the sort of the camera and you kind of go, right, well, that's a person like you and me. But uh, what are their intentions they have? Are there saints or sinners? Which is kind of what um, everybody was wondering about Ava all this time. Um, so I think it is a very political piece. It's not as romanticized as perhaps the uh, the Evita that we know Madonna the movie as, um, but it's going to. It has a lot of subtext, a lot of um, Tim Rice's really potent kind of political commentary. And um, besides watching a piece of historic. Uh, theatre in terms of the, the politics of Argentina, we're also watching um, a piece of theatre history, yeah. and that is Hell Prince's iconic original version in the late 70s, which is what this staging is, and we've kind of souped it up for a new generation. Um, so audiences have a lot to look forward to. Yeah, so the, the timing of this play is, is pretty good then, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be better. I mean, you know, I think uh, as I said, if you look at what is happening in the world, and you go and watch Evita, you kind of go, this is ridiculous how relevant this is for now and uh, the the comments that it was making in the the late 70s are exactly the same comments we're making now which kind of is a little bit kind of makes you go jeepers not much has changed has it so the show started in the 70s Uh, this particular production was in the late 70s and and was very groundbreaking Um, uh, you know I think that uh, 
Hal Prince is one of our sort of the geniuses of musical theatre. If you if you kind of look back at what directors made a huge impact on musical theatre, he is the first person that comes to mind. And you kind of uh, look at what was so groundbreaking about Evita in the late 70s. It was, uh, he used a Brachtian style of theatre to represent it. He put actors on stage to move furniture and stuff for wow. the first time. Yeah. He, uh, you know, it was the first time they ever used screens and footage on stage to, to make some sort of commentary while actors were performing live on stage. Mm -hmm. A very minimalistic approach where just a door frame represents a room. Mm -hmm. um, and these are not things that are, are, are new to us in this day and age. And that's why I say, in a sense, you're looking at a piece of theatre history brought back and but we have souped it up you know so the quality of the footage is now hd mm -hmm. the um where you make use of automation that may not have been used before um uh, 300 plus lights so we've kind of in a sense we've we've souped it up for an imax generation you know technology based generation yeah. but it's still the very same iconic piece of theater that you would have seen in the late 70s so so there, there's still the themes of the minimalist uh, approach to it absolutely this yeah. is not like phantom where you have chandeliers crashing down yeah. or cats <laughs> where people are riding tires up yeah, to heaven yeah. this is all about the performances it's about the story very very simple but very powerful okay I think a big part of that video as well is the music as well, right? Like, this, especially that song that everyone knows, Don't Cry From Me, Argentina. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I think that it's, in a sense, all the music is kind of in our DNA. I mean, you don't know, as a kid, you end up just <laughs> somehow knowing the song yeah, Don't yeah, Cry yeah. From Me, Argentina, even if you don't know where it comes from, you yeah. know? And I laugh because a lot of young people I talk to are like, oh, what's Evita? And then I say, Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. And they're like, oh, yes, that song. So, you know, and I mean, pop culture figures like Ricky Martin's just been, you know, played Shay in a yeah. recent production of it. And Madonna, everyone knows from the movie and Antonio Banderas. So, you know, I guess pop culture's also taken Evita to a certain place that has introduced it to younger audiences. But ultimately, the music, you know, again, it's a typical Lloyd Webber, Tim Rice combination of just fantastic music and, and lyrics. And, you know, you can't get away from the, the fact that even though this is a very political staging, the music itself is is romantic and beautiful and, and what we've come to know from those fantastic melodies that Andrew Lloyd Webber writes. So it's, it's been a while since I've seen this musical myself, but what I remember the music, it, it has a very, bit of a Latin influence, right? Very much so. And we've actually, uh, the orchestrations for this new sort of um, revisiting of this original is that it has really pushed the boundaries and pushed the limits of that Argentinian sound. So a lot of the orchestrations got all those qualities of the kind of tango and those instruments that are specific to Argentina and Buenos Aires. Um, it's sort of the music and the sound of the orchestrations together with the footage which shows actually a lot of the city itself almost takes the audience and plonks them right in the middle of Buenos Aires and that's fantastic. Well, you can talk about the orchestra a bit. Are you bringing someone in or are you getting... Uh, so we have got a co combination of local musicians and a combination of touring musicians mm -hmm. and um, our conductor Luis Renama has been um, from the show, from the beginning when we started our tour and um, you know so it is again it's a live orchestra and it just there's something about watching a musical where you know you actually can actually pop your head over the pit and see all these yeah. musicians playing very brass heavy obviously lots of trumpets and yeah. trombones and that sort of thing and um, you know it's 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 epic music mm -hmm. you know it's a, it's a rock opera so you need to have this this concept of uh, the rock sound and then the, the heightened opera quality of the performances and the music. Well, I was a bit more curious about how you uh, are changing the orchestra for that Latin influence. Are going to be classical so it's, it's about the percussion. Yeah. It's about the okay. percussion okay. mostly, but we do have an acoustic guitar yeah. as well. So the combination of, you know, uh, whistles and, and sort of, you know, uh, all of the, the orchestration that you use in those typical sounds, plus a lot of the guitar quality um, 
which is and sometimes you just hear that uh, that's the guitar solo and you go wow okay that feels like it's just taking you into Latin America right, yeah, straight yeah. away you know <laughs> um, and and that kind of you know the way that they use brass and trumpets in a very specific way so it's 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 great okay and and this this run of the show how long has it been going on for uh, so we started our rehearsals for this in particular with um, with Hell Prince's team in South Africa in August last year and uh, we are traveling all the way through to the to Tokyo at the end of now of the uh, July, mm-hmm. so we have a whole bunch of dates set up, including our obviously our May Hong Kong mm-hmm. season. So um, it would almost have been a year actually that we'd be wow. on the road by the That'd end of this. Cool. Yeah. yeah, cool. Uh, and and what sort of talent do you have coming? Where, where are they from? And so we have a combination mostly of South African performers mm-hmm. that have been doing all these big um, international musicals, you know, for at least five or six years now, um, all the kind of big hits. And uh, also our leading lady, uh, Emma Kingston, is from the West End. So she has experience in a whole bunch of musicals, obviously, there as well. That kind of being the mecca of musical theatre. So um, it, it's, it's sort of a cross-pollination of talent. And um, that makes it really, really exciting for audiences here because they're getting sort of a taste of, you know, all the best sort of handpicked talent from all over. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd like to know, perhaps, what's your reason for going to see the play and, and how can that resonate with the people of Hong Kong? Um, I think, you know, it's a combination of your typical um, entertainment factor. You know, you sort of coming and you're seeing a big budget musical that's cost millions of rands yeah, or yeah. millions of dollars, shall I say, even to put on. Um, it's It's got all of this sort of... Uh, qualities that one would want to see in, in big entertainment, big full-scale entertainment. But ultimately, what I really love about this production is the relevance of, of this piece and how it resonates with what's happening in our world now. Yeah. So you're not only going to be entertained, you're going to be um, questioning and, and, and asking yourself questions after watching this and relating it to what's happening now in our lives and in the world around us. And I think that that is what theatre is all about. You know, yes, there's an entertainment element to it, but at the same time, I think theatre needs to be there to make you question things and to see the relevance of why people are making art and how it's reflecting life as it is now. And this um, production, without question, will make you sort of ponder the questions that we as human beings are, are facing in 2018 and that's quite astounding that this, it's the same questions that, that, that they were asking in the late 70s and, and that in itself is a commentary on have we shifted have yeah. things changed or are they pretty much still the same okay. well, the way that you're describing it I wouldn't be surprised if I saw some yellow and brothers in the theatre <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean I think it's there's a lot of subtext um, you know, but at the same time, you take away from it what you want to take away from it. You know, some people go just to listen to the beautiful voices. Some people go because they, uh, you know, it, it sparks their their thinking and mm-hmm. and from from that perspective. So. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like a very exciting play. Um, can we have be reminded of the dates when it's on? Yes, uh, absolutely. It is on the eleventh of from the eleventh of May, uh, twenty eighteen, at the Lyric Theatre at the Hong Kong Academy of Performing Arts and we're there for about four weeks. Okay, and uh, people can buy tickets at HK Ticketing. Absolutely. Okay, That's awesome. right. Thank you very much okay, for joining me and sure. I look forward to the fight. Yeah, thank you.